and we are live guys welcome to another live episode this is going to be titled the real igwe live so today we're going to be going live for a very short minute because i have to rush because i have a flight to catch in two hours all right but today so i woke up this morning and i did not want to do this live i'm gonna say this so because my schedule today was kind of crazy and then i was like i have to do it I must do it because then again, I made a commitment to do it. So just go ahead. Since I've committed to doing this to you, for doing this for you guys, just make sure to hit the like button and also do my favor and also hit that subscribe button as well. So this this is this video is basically talking about the eight things. There's actually more like 60 things that I wish I knew, but I kind of broke it down to eight. I'm going to cover the rest of the things as we kind of uh, um, proceed towards the 100 day live challenge because as you guys know we have 75 days left so 75 days left of me just creating content going live every day and just talking to you now guarantee it's going to be the best content but obviously you know you know thanks again for the loyal supporters and people who've been around for all 15 days so what was interesting for me was my journey into entrepreneurship and how i started off as an entrepreneur in the being frankly honest with you i was accidentally gotten into the entrepreneur field my life before that was not necessarily the life of you know i wasn't into my fitness i wasn't really i had no goals i had no ambitions i was just going with the flow it was more like i just went wherever the wind took me now my journey into being an entrepreneur kind of gave me one thing in which i think most people need in their lives and that one thing that it gave me was structure, okay? It taught me the ability to basically understand that I have to discipline myself. It, it made me understand that I have to be an individual that is a disciplined individual. I have to be an individual that pretty much has goals. And I don't know how that affects you in your life right now because in whatever way, shape, or form that your life, I mean, this is not even just applying to entrepreneurship, right? If you've been working your job for 10, 15, 20 years, after a while, it becomes routine. After a while, it becomes mundane. After a while, it just becomes the same thing that you've been doing over and over again. It becomes repetitive. And when it becomes repetitive, what you get into, you get into a trance state. You get into a trance state in which you almost start losing track of your days. You start like, you know, things just basically just happen. You don't even know what's happening. You just know that you like exist in true life. If you're currently in that state of life, it's because you need an element, a new sense of excitement. You need a sense of excitement. You need something that's going to wake you up and make you go, you know what? Be you need, you need something that's going to cheer you up because as human beings, we need adventure. We almost, in a way, we needed problems to solve. And that's one thing I learned when I became an entrepreneur, right? Overall, everything kind of summarizes to being an entrepreneur is not about your goals. Being an entrepreneur is not about who has the best goals of making the millions because everybody thinks like you being get into entrepreneurship because you want to be rich okay that's not it because if you if you if you if you look at it from a perspective anyone who's been an entrepreneur would tell you that the there were long nights long mornings i mean i've been up since you know 5 a.m this morning and you know um bring this live to you guys now at 7 7 30 a.m and thanks again for all 150 people for you know being on here but it's not about the money it's not about the, the you know, getting the new awards. It's actually a way of life. Being an entrepreneur is actually a way of is life. There a so, so 
in the sense is, I want you guys to take a listen to this video. Now, more you want to take a listen to this video is because this video kind of summarizes my point and brings everything kind of full circle for you. Number that will satisfy you. I'm satisfied playing the game. It's like the person who loves walking versus the person who loves the destination. I'm walking, so I'm good. Because of that, I'll probably keep walking. If I keep walking, we'll start knocking over milestones, but I'm walking because I like walking. The mile markers just continue as you just keep walking. The hard goals are just milestones that you hit, but like, it doesn't matter. Is there like a number? Okay, so this is just basically bringing in full circle to the point that I made. It's not about the, it's not about, you know, the thing about goal setting is everyone thinks, you know, there's always a, a goal is basically you need a goal, which is, you know, a set of, you know, outcomes that you want to achieve with a deadline. You always got to have a deadline. So you don't have a deadline, then, you know, pretty much you don't necessarily have a goal. But I want to say this, which is what, what's very, very interesting, what's very, very fascinating is, my experience with, with goals for the longest time, I looked at, you know, acquiring the next dollar, acquiring the next thing, whatever it is, as just, you know, as an endpoint, as a destination. But it's not a destination. Being an entrepreneur is not a destination. It's a way of life. It has to be you. Because the thing is, most people who end up succeeding in entrepreneurship, they understand that it, it is, you have to let it consume you. In a way, you have to become it. It has to become a way of life. It has to become a way of doing things. You need to look at things from perspective. How can I do this? How can I do this? It is, it's a process of constant self-discipline. It's a process of basically, you know, constant self-improvement. It's a process in which you are consistently becoming a better and a different individual. When I stop looking at things from a perspective of, you know, it's a destination, I start looking at things from a perspective of, I just enjoy doing it. Like, I enjoy doing those lives. I enjoy basically coming in front of the camera and chit-chatting with you guys, all, you know, 100 people that decided to be here. I enjoy just doing this. To me, this is fun. To me, this is exciting. But the, the, the key thing is, is intro the journey is I understood something, okay? Because as what I, what I ended up understanding was, you know, it's not about the money. That's one. Okay. And then two, if you do get the money, you get another thing that comes with the money, which that thing you get is control because it's all about, because you got to think about it. You make 10 million, you make 20 million, you make 30 million, you make 40, you make 50 million. All that does does is just basically ones and zeros in your account, but it gives you something else. There's something else that it gives you. And what it gives you is what I want you guys to take a listen to. This is something, this is a little bit of a longer video. I want you guys to take a listen to this because this is going to basically come full circle. To be an adult since I was six. When I saw that whoever had the money decided where we went, I wanted money. I didn't want money because I because of money. I wanted money because who it appeared to me that whoever had the money had control of the environment. Mm -hmm. And I knew that way before my dad died. I would watch him and another man, a doctor in the neighborhood, and they seemed to have fun. Whoever had the money seemed to like control where we went, how long we went. What we did, and 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 this is just this is just as as the video continues, I'm going to give you guys a breakdown. In the sense is to imagine this. I know it's not a, it's not in every case, but the people who run the world, for you to run the world, you need to have control of the financial system, right? And we we covered the banking system, you know, over the past thirty four days. But for the people, for you to be in control of your life. Because the whole concept of people say, I want the word financial freedom. This is, you guys have pretty mature the term financial freedom. I want financial freedom, freedom from this. Free it's not really that you want financial freedom. It's a concept you want control. You want the ability. And what a control means. Control means is you have one word. You have the ability to decide. You have the ability to decide where you go, where you come in. And you also have to the ability to decide where other people go when other people come in. Because guess what? Think about it from position of an employer. If you're an employer, some people are employees just because they love being in power, right? They love using money to tell people, show up at 8 a.m., show up at 9 a.m. They get consumed by it. 
But the key thing about money is money's not real. But when people perceive it as real in the sense that it has the ability to help them accomplish whatever their goals is, it gives you basically one key thing, which is it gives you control. I know that, that sounds like a bad word. That sounds pretty bad. But most people, if you ask them, I mean, what's another Lamborghini in your driver going to do? But then what's that, you know, you have control? Because the thing is, human beings, as much as we like to give ourselves credit for being such high achievers, innately, we don't have the best interest of everybody else in mind. Some people do. I like to think we do, but we're all innately, the human mind is a selfish mind because at the end of the day, self-preservation is our number one, is a number one key concept and the key wiring of the brain, okay? But then there's also self-preservation, but then there's also self-obsession, okay? There's reasons that why some people see themselves, they like to be in power because they like to be in power because it gives them control over the normal man or whatever it is. But that's what money is. Money gives you power because in the end, and when it, let me tell you this, when my father died, I remember this was a man who worked his ass off. He worked, I remember he'd work from 7 a.m. and be back at 11 p.m. Day in, Monday through Saturday, and he only took Sundays off. And I can tell you this. I saw this man work his entire life. And when he passed away, he left everything behind. All the chips went back on the table. But when he was alive, that money gave him power over his fellow man. Because guess what? When people see you as the one that has the money, when people see you as the one that has the status, they listen to whatever it is that you have to say. There's a reason why some most people will not listen to the, the homeless man on the street. But then whenever a celebrity walks by, boom, they're like, hey, what do you want us to do? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, totally. Okay. And the kid, the kid, if you if you have kids, you, how many of you have? I got two young boys and then a stepdaughter in her yeah. teens. They're picking up everything. Oh yeah, it's like a hard drive that just opens when they are born. You know exactly. You know, and and they're open to learning, and and um, you know, I can watch my kids. They'll play on a phone. They could watch a TV show and know exactly what me and what Elena and I are talking about in the other room, and collect all the data perfectly. But when you take an adult and put them in that setting, and they're like, "Hey, wait a minute, I can't. I I got to pay attention to this." But the kid doesn't do that. The kid's like, "I can consume here. I can consume off the game." And I can pick up your your conversation and duplicate almost all of it perfectly. Okay. And so what? As and I was doing the same thing. Okay. All right. I'm picking up everything from my brother, my older brother, my twin brother, my mom, TV, John Kennedy gets killed. I'm, I'm picking up data everywhere. My, my, my dad dies. I'm picking up all the data, right? And 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 that's what makes that that's what like starts forming the character of the individual. So this just kind of goes into this kind of goes into basically he talks about, you know, his journey, entrepreneurship and all the good stuff. But that's that's beyond the scope of what I want to talk about for the most part. What I just want to basically, um, you know, kind of iron out for the for the uh, for the viewers, per se. Is I just kind of want to bring it to, to light in the sense as to. When you set your goal. To be focused on the action. When you set your goal to be focused on the activity, you just focus on the activity, not the outcome, because the outcome is basically milestones of the game. It's all about winning. To win the game, you have to keep playing the game. When you stop playing the game is when you lose the game. That's the key thing you have to learn. Is The key thing there is you have to keep playing the game. You have to keep playing the game. And when you play the game, you have to be obsessively Focused. You have to be focused. And I want you guys to I want you guys to say to to take listen to this. Is 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 focus is key. Focus 100 percent is key. There's a lot of people that live their lives not having the number one thing that they're supposed to have, which is the when you say self-discipline, what exactly do you mean by that? 
the rule number one is to get vitamin N. Vitamin N? Yes. That's the rule number one. You need to inject yourself with vitamin N. N is for? N is to learn to say no. Mm, okay, this is so this is so real. This is so real, guys. You need to learn to say no, not even learn to say no. You need to learn the word no. You need to understand that the word no is a word that is normal. It's a word that is normal in a, the game of entrepreneurship. No is is something that's constant. Your customers will tell you no. People in your lives will tell you no. Your friends and family will tell you no. No is the it's very, very, very constant in the world of entrepreneurship. And until you learn to understand this, until you learn to acclimate to this, until you learn to, to understand that this is part of the journey. Because it's about the journey. The journey never ends. The game never ends. And for all of you who decide, yo, I'm going to be an entrepreneur, be a millionaire, you are going to be washed out of the game. The reason why there's so many businesses that fail is because it's not that they fail. It's because they don't fail. Most people don't fail out of entrepreneurship. Listen, most people don't fail. Most businesses don't fail because, you know, they have bad marketing. They have bad, bad team. They have bad this. The reason why most businesses fail is because they, they fail to understand that the name of the game is you have to keep playing the game. That's the only way you can win the game. The moment you stop or you pause, you get wiped out. The moment you stop becoming part of you, you get wiped out. The moment you stop understanding that the journey of entrepreneurship is about you constantly executing. Yes, you may think and finish one road. Go walk another road. Go walk another road. Yes, you know, you exit a company. It doesn't Because you exit your company for $1 billion doesn't mean you go ahead and sit in a beach and drink Muay Thais. No. You exit a company. You go start another one. Because it's about the journey. It's it's you you get your drive and you you feel the move and you you feel your your the sense of ambition and everything pretty much comes in from just that element of just the doing. The doing itself is where the power is, and the doing is where the power is. That's a vitamin. Yeah. That's how to get self-discipline. Secondly, is setting up priorities right. Thirdly. Is avoid complaining. Those are the three factors we can live. I mean, I mean, it's 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 very simple. It's very easy to understand. It's very it's very much. I mean, it's it's a very simple concept. Set your priorities right. I think set your priorities right is something that's so easy and so so simple to understand. And and, and setting your priorities right is going to cost you friends. Setting your priorities right is going to cost you. A lot of, of, of you're going to have to, you know, say no to, you know, going at nights out. You're going to have to say no to that bar. You're going to have to say no to that date. You're going to have to say no to a lot of things. And when you say no to a lot of things, it's going to cost you a lot because that is what the key thing I, I learned in, in entrepreneurship is the one word is focus. The one word you need to learn in entrepreneurship is focus, because if you if you cannot understand, if you do not understand what the word focus is, if you don't understand how the word focus can make or break your life, then you're missing the game. My big explosion happened in my entrepreneurial so, journey when I went from having nine businesses. At the same time, dental agency, marketing agency, at a chiropractor marketing agency, I had gym launch where we'd fly out and do gym turnarounds. And then I had five gyms of my own at the same time. And I was somehow perplexed as to why I wasn't making any money. Everything was always on fire all the time. And I always just sold my ass off enough to be able to pay all the bills and have nothing left over. And it was only when Layla came in and she was like, you know, I think maybe if we just did one thing, you could win. Because she was like, 
imagine if all you had to do is make one of these businesses work. How easy would that be? I was like, oh my God, if I'm going to make one of them work, it'd be a joke. And like, I heard myself say that and I was like, you're an idiot. <laughs> and so, so, so this is, this is, this is, the, this is where it comes in. Remember when I said earlier that being an entrepreneur is about the journey. It's about walking the road. So just imagine this. Imagine you walk on a road. Okay. You have one road to walk. You decide to start five to six other ventures. Now you just created five other roads that you must walk. But here's the problem with that. To walk each road requires you to ignore one road. Because the thing is, as human beings, we think we multitask. We think that there's a concept of multitasking. Oh, yes, I can multitask. Human beings don't multitask. They actually pay attention to the way the brain works. We actually focus on one thing. We get it done. Once we do, we move on to the other thing. But we say we're multitasking, but in reality, we're not really multitasking. We're just moving from thing to thing on a very faster uh, faster frame and a faster time frame and basically a faster period. But we human beings do not multitask. Okay? And I'm saying this to you to, 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 to get into mind, get into your concept, the whole concept of multitasking. It's not real. Okay, so when you start multiple businesses, because it's not because the thing is, this is someone said something to me, he said, because one thing I was trying to do was I was trying to get but I was trying to budget more. And he said, just because you have the money doesn't mean you should spend all of it. I was like, interesting, just because you have the time doesn't mean you should go start all the businesses you can to fill yourself up. Just because you 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 are you know you're into something doesn't mean you should go make it you you know go obsess about it. Just because you have it doesn't mean you should go make it the you know use all of it. Use a percentage of it and use that as you slowly learn and as you slowly acclimate and as you slowly become a better individual and as you slowly become a better person in general. That's what matters the most more than anything else. That's what matters the most more than anything that you decide to do is understanding the concept of cutting off the fluff and then just focusing. And here's the thing. Sometimes cutting off the fluff could be you cutting off people. It could be you cutting off the, you know, saying, hey, you know what? I'm not, you know, I, I'm not going to go ahead and hang out with, you know, friends and family today. I'm not going to go ahead and do this. I'm not, I'm not going to go ahead and do that. I'm not going to go because it's going to innately at some point. Yes, it's going to create a lonely life. Yeah. So it's, it's going to it's going to at some point. Yes, it will create a lonely life. That's the truth. But that's the, the reality of being an entrepreneur. I had to realize is the hard way is, you know, it is not as exciting and glamorous as everyone portrays it to be. It's it's long hours. I've said it earlier. It's long hours consistently doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. I, that's just pretty much it. But then again, it's it's when you don't do it for the money and you just do it just because it's you, then you stop worrying about stuff. Like I don't worry about I don't worry. I mean, like, hey, I got a hundred views today, maybe I might have five hundred. It doesn't matter because for me, I know I'm just gonna show up. That's just the name of the game, is it showing up. And 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 yes, it's gonna cost you friends, and yes, it's gonna get, you know, it's gonna become lonely. And I want you guys to take a look at this. Of entrepreneurship have elements of loneliness, and I think that it changes. I think in the beginning it's a lot harder because you're really competitive. You're really competitive against other people rather than being competitive against yourself. Started doing weight loss just for a few weeks. A buddy of mine who was in weight loss came up to me and said, Yo, if you do weight loss, we can't be friends. He was doing like 150 grand a month. I was like, dude, it's a $60 billion industry. Like we can't both do weight loss. He's like, dude, I was doing weight loss first. I, I say that because like, it sounds ridiculous. And that guy ended up becoming very, very successful. And he like later on was like, dude, I was just, I don't know. Sorry. Because you're so afraid. It's just fear. Like, if you can serve your customers, you'll have business. It doesn't matter what the competition's doing. And the market's so big. I think that's why it's lonely, but like it's lonely at my point, just in a different way. It's
And it just says it. And I mean, it's it, what he says is it's so true. It's 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 all about seasons. It's different seasons of entrepreneurship. I mean, you're gonna have friends that are gonna be like they're gonna see you as competition. You're gonna have you know people that are gonna be like, hey, you know, why are you doing this? You know, come hang out with us. Come do this. Come come do that. It, at the end of the day, does it really matter? No, it doesn't. Because as long as you focus and you have you know what you want, and then this is where the element of faith comes in. Not trying to preach to anyone to say anything, but the element of faith of just believing and faith is basically believing in, in the fact that something that you don't even know how possible it's going to work is actually going to happen. You see, one thing I've, I've come to learn in my life is stop worrying about how it's going to happen. Just believe it will. My, my entire life is a miracle from the day I was born. And, and, and there's, there's a lot of things in there. I'm not going to talk about it, but my entire life is a miracle from the day I was born. I just stopped obsessing about how things was going to happen. I just realized, you know what? I'm just going to constantly show up because it's out of my it's out of my control. Because you have to think about it. You are when you want to move up in life, you're playing a different level. You're playing a different game. And this is a game in which you don't know who are the players already in that new level of game. You don't know who the boss is in the in the level of the game. But this is where having faith in God and then faith in yourself that you can be able to pull through. Because let me tell you this: there's no problem that you faced that you have not been able to overcome. There's no problem that you faced that you've not been able to overcome. That's the God's honest truth. And the reality of it is there is no problem that you have faced that you have not been able to overcome. And that's where the concept of faith comes in. That's where the concept of, of, of understanding the reality of how faith works. And, and, and faith is, is, is just having, it's just believing believing in, in the fact that whatever it is that you you're obsessing about whatever it is that you want to do is believing that it is going to is what throw people off so when you ask god for something he sends it he ships it immediately as soon as you ask him something you really believe he'll do it he boxes it up and he ships it to you immediately the problem with the package is he never gives you the date that the package is going to arrive faith is the belief in things that you cannot see Problem is, people stop waiting on the package. Then when it get to you, because he delivers only to Faith Street, he delivers to you on Faith Street, but you done stepped off of Faith Street. You over here on I Don't See How Circle. He don't ship there. Instead of staying on Faith Street, you done stepped over here to I Don't Believe It Boulevard or It Took Too Long Avenue. Then the package come to Faith Street is just like the post office in FedEx. If you ain't there to receive it, it got to go back. That's how it work, man. That's how life is. That's how life works. And, and, and everything Steve Harvey says there is completely true. You just have to believe. Consistently show up, which is crazy. That's street, faith street. You just consistently keep doing what it is you're doing. Keep showing up. Keep working. Keep doing. Keep marketing. Keep talking about your product. Keep doing whatever it is that you're doing. You will eventually get it. it because you know what he said about packages, which is interesting, is the bigger the package, the longer sometimes it takes to get delivered. If you have a big box, let's say you have a big box, yay high, 16 inch, 16, all right? Let's say you have a huge box. The longer that my package probably will take to get delivered. But you have to understand, same thing happens. Is the bigger your goals, the longer the time horizon. It's going to happen. There is no goal that is too big for a lifetime. It is going to happen. But the concept of it is you have to be patient. And, and, and that's something that I had to learn is, is, is having faith and also pretty much I had to learn the, the key thing and I had to learn the word, the word patience. 
I had to learn the word patience. And and, and another thing as well is I got, just had to I had to start. I had to start doing things and stop waiting to know everything. There's this whole people, this whole concept of people who are trying to read everything about entrepreneurship and try to basically, you know, get into the concept of I must know everything before I start. I understand that mindset and I know where that comes from, but you don't need to know everything. before. I have never been knowledgeable in accounting or bookkeeping in any business that I've ever owned since day one. I've always outsourced bookkeeping. This is just a really simple example because a lot of entrepreneurs are like, I have to do everything myself. I have to learn everything. But like you don't normally learn accounting. Some people do, but like most don't. You can still apply that same mental framework to any department of the business. It's just that most of us think we need to know all of these things, but you don't. You need to know how to recognize that talent in somebody else. And and encourage them to create an environment where they feel safe that they can just execute that at the highest level so what he's saying is uh, just just to, just to basically keep it some summarized i just kind of wanted to hear just to hear his point is and and this is my take on it is a lot of people wait to do something until they are they they have all the book knowledge of the theory part of it before they wait to actually act they have, you know, they want to get all the theoretical, the theoretical aspect of everything. You know, I need this to happen. This, this to be in this place, this in this place. So when I was learning how to fly, most of you might who know me might not know me initially. You know, I've flying. I've been a pilot, and um, when I started learning how to fly, I remember I had this one. It was this one guy. He was like, he was a, he was a, he was an evaluator. He was so he needed everything to be so aligned. Like he needed there was a there's a maneuver that we call the you know back this is now how many years has it been now? It's just 16, 15, 16, 16. So it's been what seven, eight years now. And there was just one maneuver that he would make make you know you'd you'd have to do it was called the lazy eight. So the lazy eight was let me see if I can I can uh, uh let me go ahead and share the screen again and let me go ahead and see if I can show this. So it was called the lazy eight. And the reason why it was called lazy eight was because you had to make an eighth in the sky. So it was kind of like you had to you had to kind of go over like this and then like this and then kind of like come. So it's kind of like you had to make your lazy eight, right? Now he was very, 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 very particular as to where the nose on the horizon of the plane. Now I'm kind of getting a little a little technical here, but let's say this is the nose of the plane. This was a small plane at a time, and let's say this was the horizon, right? He was very, very particular as to where the nose of the plane had to be. He was very, very particular as far as like, uh, let's 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 do this. There we go. Uh, let's see if I can still remember how to draw this. So he was very, very particular as far as where the nose of the plane would be, where you would, you know, it, it would, it would, you know, he was very particular. He wanted the nose of the plane to be this point, this angle, this point. I appreciated his level of perfection, but I remember I went up to, to, to take this with him. I think it was four times, four times. And I was like, I kept doing it. He's like, no, you got to took it this way. You got to took it this way. But he was so obsessed with perfection. One, it made me get better. But then every time I went up, every time I learned, I would go up by itself and practice and learn. But then I would go up with him and they'd be like, do it again. I would go up again and practice and learn. Then he'd go up and they'd do it again. And it was like, and then we kept doing it over and over and over and over and over again. And I was like, Oh my God. Finally, I went with another evaluator. It was like, dude, this is perfect. This is perfect. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah, this is, this is, this is perfect. But then that evaluator was like, he's like, you know, it wouldn't be perfect if I went up with you. I was like, I know, I know, because his, his whole concept was like, he, his, 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 he wanted everything to be right before everything moved forward. But then I appreciated him for that because then again, I had to learn just by me getting in that environment with him 
you know, being with a perfectionist, you had to be. He was very much calculated to the numbers. He he was a numbers guy. And I had to learn. I had to learn to be to to take action. I had to learn to I had to learn to take action regardless. But then again, you know, encountering a perfectionist was something that I would say, you know, kind of helped me in a way because you know, perfectionists make you actually improve and actually self-improve. But the one thing in which, you know, it, it, I had to kind of understand and reshape and reframe my mind was every time I went up with him initially, I would complain like, oh, this guy didn't like me. But then eventually I started understanding it. If I just changed by the third time, if I just changed it from going, this guy doesn't like me to, oh, I'm getting better every time because now I control my reality because it's not what happens to you. It's how you see what happens to you that actually controls the outcomes and how your life actually, actually, you know, uh, ends up. So because your perception is your reality. Your perception creates your reality. It's so easy to win in life when you start to understand the concept that you once you start to see things in the from the from the standpoint of it is know, so easy to win. For everyone who's like struggling to win, it's like most of the pain that people experience is purely in their own minds. Emotional burnout, which I think people mislabel as burnout, when really it's just like they don't know how to reframe reality. What it really is is they got a comment on a post that bugged them. Okay. Great. It's embarrassing to even have to say that. But when you say it, then you admit it. And all of a sudden you put it in the light and the shame kind of starts to evaporate because then you can name it and be like, is this comment bigger than my future? One of the things that has helped me was saying like, what's true about this? And the next one is like, what if we confront it and say like, what if they're right? And yeah, I'm still going to do it anyways. It is so easy to win. For everyone who's like struggling oh. to win, it's it was this is just this is just a very interesting and then this is a video that kind of made me reshape my reality and, and, and just kind of looking at things also from an additional perspective of so one of the things I used to struggle with was posting on my Instagram and posting on my social media and posting all the other platforms and because I was I was concerned that people were not gonna like it, which is interesting. I've had so much positive feedback from actually posting on social media, it's actually insane. Even my orthodontist is like, dude, I watch your podcast. I was like, Really, you do? Which podcast is on Spotify, by the way? Just go on Spotify and type my name, Emmanuel Igwe. You'll be able to find it. So the podcast is on there. And we're actually rolling. The reason why there hasn't been a new episode is because we're actually getting new rounds of guests coming in. And then we're also going to be, you know, we're going to be going live. So all podcasts are going to be basically all aired live, the same way we're doing right now. And then every, then we upload it into Spotify uh, that same day. But, um, what was interesting, what was interesting for me was I just started, you know, I'm like, okay, they're not going to like it. And, you know, or, you know, I always say that Instagram is a, is a, is a dating site. I've always said Instagram is a dating site. And most people don't agree with me. I'm like, Instagram's a dating site. All you have to do is post lifestyles and people reach out to you. And that's, that's always been my concept and perception of it. But then now I had to change it from using it as a, as that to now using it for the sense of just getting my message out there. And when it now became about the message, then you're going to lose people. Then I kind of have to think to myself, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to lose people. And people are not going to like my product. And people are not going to like the concept of this. And people are not going to like that. And I'm still going to do it regardless. Right? When you start to think about the the, the biggest thing that you fear, and you're like, you know, whatever it is that you're so afraid of, and, and it's not a big deal anymore. And so what? I'm still going to move. I'm still going to do whatever it is that I want to do irregardless of how I feel about it. And that's the concept in which most people need to learn when it comes into, you know, execution, just doing things in general. And another thing is just as to, it's just keeping track of that, you know, whenever you do something is it, don't even worry about it, but later on, eventually start keeping track of the data, the data, the data, 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 start keeping track of the data. Now, 
which gets me you can make just... crazy claims in your marketing and still be compliant have them be true what that means is you survey your customers on a continuous basis and you survey their stats based on whatever it is the thing that you promise so whether it's weight loss whether it's business whether it's marketing and leads whatever and then rather than say look at andrea she did ten thousand dollars in ten days instead you market using just the data of what has happened if you look at harvard they just publish the stats of what the graduation rate is what the average salary is going out of harvard and and what percentage of people actually land a job within six months of graduation. There's no claim there. They're just like, this is what it is. And so if you shift your marketing from this is what could happen to this is what. So this is this is not even in the sense as to what he's talking about is not even in the sense as to um, just relating to marketing, right? So there's so many people in the market and, and make claims versus just showing results, right? Like my personal trainer right now that, that he's been a personal trainer for the past week. I asked him, like, how long have you been, you know, personal training? He's like, yeah, I'm personal training for a year. And I'm like, how long? And he's like, yeah, I, be, I used to be a nutritionist. And I'm like, how long used to have you, were you a nutritionist for? He's like, well, I was a nutritionist for, you know, for a few years. And I personal trained as well. Total all in all is about seven years. And I did this and this. But he has the data to back it. And a lot of times people just make claims of stuff. And, 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 and not even how this relates to you as a person is try to do things to reinforce yourself and because confidence comes from experience try to build data-driven experience of saying hey you know what i'm an awesome this person i'm an awesome that person i'm an awesome person the more you do them the more you get the data the more you become a better individual the more you become a better individual the more you become you know data-driven anything now i've become a data guy like you guys i used to not be a data guy and i wish i was a data individual i wish i was someone who will concern myself with the data because by me not paying attention to the data by me not understanding the data is key to everything i struggled a lot and i got into business ventures that i should not have gotten into because i did not know the data i just felt the emotions you have to understand that emotions will make you act but logic will eventually be how you know you'll be stuck with the logic at the end of everything so your emotional aspect the emotional it, it's just it's just part of things use the data when you use data you're able to convince you know logic even if you're selling you in one of the things i started doing now is if i'm selling is i use data you use the data the logical data to say hey this person's getting this result this person's getting that. and if you don't have anyone to get the results then work for free work for free get the results that you need get the data then charge there's levels to the game but you cannot skip a level it's just not possible right but that's basically it is, is understanding data and then we're kind of going to end this note as to the product, whatever it is that you decide to, this is something I had to relearn because initially I sent, I, learned, I started selling insurance and I can say this, you can make a lot of money selling insurance on different angles, health, life, whatever it is that you do. You can even make a lot of money selling cars if that's if that's what you, what you fancy. But I had to understand something, that having a good product is key. Having a good product is very, very, very key because if your product is trash, people will talk about your product being trash. Believe you me, people will talk about your product being trash. If your product Ideally, is trash, the highest leveraged version of the marketing is that every customer markets on your behalf. Amazing product creates marketing unto itself. Like ChatGPT hasn't been running like billboards, right? Like people get it and they tell a hundred people about it. The first AI thing is probably the equivalent of curing cancer. Like, no, you don't need it, which is why product is the highest leverage way to scale a company. And it's the most profitable, which is have really good shit. Ideally, and that's it. Just just have a really good product. That's something. I, it's not even about having really good product knowledge. Just have a really good product. If you have a really good product, people will talk about your product. And that's something which you can fix. And in, in, in something I had to learn in my business is if your product is not something where people naturally will want to talk about it, then you don't have you or they talk negative about it. Then you have negative reverse 
referral business, basically, for lack of a better word. And that's pretty much all I got for you guys. I have to run. Um, but I'll try to do a longer live probably in another four days. But we just do basically, you know, short lives, you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes here. You know, because the key thing is I'm still going to show up regardless. Right. And that's pretty much all I have for you. And as always, I like to say the word and the word. Thank you.